Hey ladies, welcome to the Bus Mob Podcast, a breast and body positive resource that was created for the extraordinary women of Bus Mob. Now, if you aren't familiar with Bus Mob, we're a community of kind and supportive women who are really just cheering each other along on our booby journeys. Now you can join us for free and connect with thousands of other ladies at busmob.com. I'm your host, Jenny Eden, and I'm joined by one of my favorite people, Greta Nance, and we have such an exciting show for you today. Today we're going to talk about the three must-have recovery items for your breast augmentation. And I know for me and Greta, these were very essential for us, and we want to make sure we, we relay those to you guys. So <laughs> when recovering, there are lots of things we can use, lots of recovery items, lots of suggestions and preferences and things that we would like, but these are like three hard and fast things that everyone is going to want to use for your recovery. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, I don't know if anyone can relate to like trying to pack your birthing bag or whatever. Like, what do I need for the hospital? And, you know, you go on these forums and there's like a list of like 30 or 40 things and then you buy all of those and you use two. That's a great point. You know? And I'm like, there is, it is nice to prepare. Preparation is key. When you're like leading up to surgery and you're excited and you need to put energy somewhere, like I'm a big fan of preparation, but really these three categories, you know, you and I went back and forth on what was important to us and Mm -hmm. what was not. These were the universal three things that even though maybe we use slightly differently, were imperative to making our recovery better and easier. True. So I'm excited to talk about these. And sure, you can buy all of the things, (laughs) but just make sure at least these three things you've got on hand ahead of time. Because you won't feel like doing it and going out and buying it right afterwards. Yeah, and we don't want to ask somebody to do that because mm-hmm. they might come back with something completely different. Oh, I'd be on pills and like spending $150 <laughs> at CVS. Where's you my know? Amazon cart? <laughs> that would be dangerous. Yes. So the first one we're going to talk about is our favorite topic probably, constipation. Oh my God. Pooping. I found that <laughs> awkward to talk about when I first started here and now it's like, it's, it's the best Since it's something that every single person experiences in some form when having surgery, it's become a lot more comfortable. And I feel like I'm doing a disservice if I don't talk about it mm-hmm. to somebody. I love talking about poop and constipation. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> there, yes. Maybe because I have a five-year-old and we talk about poop all the time. But first, when it comes to stool softeners and things like that, and I just found this out recently... Um, I tend to err on the side of loose anyways when it comes to stool. So for me, I don't know if this would apply very well, but I do like knowing getting ahead of the constipation before it happens is going to make your recovery so much easier and you're not trying to chase after not being constipated when you're constipated. Mm -hmm. So what we found out, we asked one of the nurses here at Amelia Aesthetics is that it's best to start like a stool softener two days before your breast augmentation. And by a stool softener, it's like Colace or what's the other word for Colace? There's like Miralax. Miralax, And yeah. uh, Activia, which is like a yogurt. Yeah. So anything like high in like a probiotic yogurt, that's supposed to be really good leading up to your surgery. Now, I didn't do any of that. And in hindsight, I'm like, maybe I should have because I was totally constipated for five days. Yeah, both the anesthesia and the narcotic mm-hmm. that's given – causes constipation so if you happen to be a slower person like myself anyway like it, it's going to happen to you and you're not moving around as often mm-hmm. in after surgery you're not drinking as much water as you normally would because you don't want to get up and pee that often True. you usually are eating things you don't normally eat like maybe some soups or things I don't know high in sodium less in fiber you're not eating normal meals 
all of those things adds a constipation. And then day three or four, you're like, I am just uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So if you do start a stool softener, a couple days ahead of surgery Mm -hmm. and then also have like a stool activator on hand just in case you should be good yeah I was in bus mob this morning and this happened to be a topic no joke I was scrolling and I was like this is perfect and one lady said take some colace and eat some Taco Bell you'll be good to go oh my god seriously why didn't I think of that I shouldn't say (laughs) 10 years ago I would have had a Newport and a cup of coffee and (laughs) been just fine nobody needs all of these drugs information you should do like a checklist ignore all of those things (laughs) that I just said and the Taco Bell not a good post-op recovery food no No. and if we're really going to go down this rabbit hole (laughs) I will say for this last surgery it was not a breast augmentation for me it was a tummy tuck but I had so many people tell me to have an enema on hand um you know they're two bucks or something like that like a fleet enema you can buy them at Harris Teeter I bought them on Amazon because I was embarrassed to buy them at Harris (laughs) Teeter but like knowing that I had that manual relief option Mm -hmm. which I did use I'll admit um was so nice Mm -hmm. like because I just I was really scared I've heard of people getting to like day nine day 10 day 11 and not using the bathroom and there's it's all they can think about and they like they're so uncomfortable so mental spiral yeah I had I definitely started two days beforehand with a stool softener had all the what is it magnesium that you were talking about Mm -hmm. and then I had you know, an enema or two on hand just in case I needed it. And I'm so glad that I did. That's perfect. Here's what not to do. This is what I did. This is what not to do. So I did not prep beforehand because I'm like, I don't have an issue with constipation. (laughs) Well, I did take the narcotics afterwards. And we do offer a non-narcotic recovery for some people, but it's not for me. So I took the narcotics. I had the anesthesia. And then day three, I was starting to panic. So we went to Whole Foods and I got the magnesium powder and I got smooth move tea. So I was doing it like back and forth and it wasn't working. So then I just decided I'm going to take a couple tablespoons of magnesium powder. I drank three cups of smooth move because I was starting to get worried. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to be day nine and not pooping and feel miserable. So it, it worked, but... It was miserable. I was then having to get up so many times to go to the bathroom when you don't want to keep, like, moving so much. And I was, it was like 3 in the morning, and I'm on the toilet in a hotel room. And I was like, this was a terrible idea. Mm -hmm. But I got things moving. Mm -hmm. But had I prepared ahead of time, two days before surgery, regardless of if I think I'm going to be constipated, because most people probably are, I would have had a much easier, more comfortable recovery and I need to bookmark this in my brain for next time. Yeah. Because I'm totally going to do it. I'll help you. Thank you. I really think too, like I, I'm not normally a smoothie drinker, mm-hmm. but I was like, okay, I'm going to test out a couple smoothies ahead of time that I can make with like a handfuls of spinach. I got like some powders to put in them just like to keep myself eating a lot of fiber, even though I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're recovering, you just don't want to eat heavy food. Like, I don't want to eat a salad in bed when I'm recovering. <laughs> but a smoothie mixed with berries with some powder, magnesium powder in it, mm-hmm. and some green, like some good protein powder, I think that that really helped keep things moving for me mm-hmm. this past time without, like, disrupting my eating schedule very much. So that, like, I think that helped me a lot, too, with the constipation department. And that sounds delicious. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, it's been six weeks. I'm still doing them three or four mornings. Nice. Uh, like a week. It's just become such a nice routine. Like almond milk, handful of spinach, mm. this green powder I got, and some mm-hmm. frozen berries. Boom. It's there been, it is. It's been very regular. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's regular. Well, that's constipation. I think we uh, harped on it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get ahead of the game, you should. 
start two days before or ask your surgeon what their recommendation is because we are not doctors by any means and we're, we're not giving medical advice. We just want to tell you what we have experienced and what we've seen at our practice. Mm-hmm. Next, we would recommend a neck pillow. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is I love that Jenny brought one as a prop to show for those of you who are watching. Um, we at Amelia Aesthetics give these. It's like people go home with them mm-hmm. after surgery. And I remember when we didn't offer them, and we spent a lot of time preoperatively. I, are you going to wear it the whole time? I really like <laughs> I was it. Waiting for you to ask me. <laughs> I I do love my neck pillow. Um, we had we spent way too much time talking about how to sleep because that was a yeah. big complaint for people afterwards. Hey, I'm a side sleeper. I'm a stomach sleeper. And when you have a couple nights of disrupted sleep on top mm-hmm. of everything else, you feel terrible. But we really didn't want to recommend people go out and buy a recliner. You know, you hear about that, but people would contemplate it. Like your sister? Yes. Well, that was with a tummy tuck. But people thought about it for breast, you know, and how do I get comfortable sleeping when I naturally roll to my side to sleep? And so we started trying these neck pillows and people were like, oh my God, I could sleep upright, but on my back. Mm -hmm. But I could lean my head over to the side and feel like I was sleeping on my side. So now we buy them by, what, cases of 100 at a time. We have so many right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> and we give them to people. But even if your surgeon's office doesn't provide those, we highly recommend something like that to help you sleep. Yeah, you can get them on Amazon. You can get them at probably Walmart. I recommend Amazon for everything because who doesn't love two-day shipping? Yeah. Um, but for us, like she was saying – if you have it, if you get one at your pre-op or if you have one at your doctor's office, that's great. Keep it on hand. If you don't, go buy it. But what's really helpful is having it the morning of surgery because when you ride home, it's going to be nice to have that neck pillow on and just take a cat nap. Go to sleep. You're not going to be like flopping your head all around because you're going to be supported with that neck pillow. And I also still use it every mm-hmm. night because of you. Mm-hmm. You're like, it's so comfortable. And I was like, you know what? I hate sleeping on my back. I am a total stomach sleeper. But to get me to lay on my back, putting that neck pillow on, it is really comfortable, mm-hmm. even recovering. So I highly recommend a neck pillow. Get it on Amazon. Or hopefully your surgeon's office provides one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk to me, though, a little bit. You said you have found some of those triangle pillows help mm-hmm. in the past. Like, I don't think we have said that's a must buy right. because they can be very expensive mm-hmm. and really only need them for the first couple days. But... Did you use one of those? I did. I use it's a 45 degree angle pillow. I call it a sponge, but it's not really a sponge. But I got mine on Amazon and it's about $89. And I used it for both of my breast augmentations. I actually kept it for my next one. Hmm. And then after I had Hazel, my daughter, I used it a little bit to be more comfortable. But really for me, I didn't want to put a bunch of pillows behind me. I didn't want to build like a pillow fort and then one side be squishy and one side not. Hmm. And then Again, I'm not a back sleeper, so the idea of trying to build myself up with pillows sounded awful. So I got this sponge, Mm -hmm. and I just, like, set it on my bed, and it's a nice slope, like 45 degrees. So when I laid on it, I felt like I had more control on my own to get out of bed, to sit myself up, to kind of, like, roll to the side and get off the bed. And it made sleeping, for me, a lot more comfortable because Mm -hmm. I hate sleeping on my back. It's funny, I have a five-year-old, so I'm like, don't say hate. But that's how much I really don't like it. Like, laying on my back was terrible. But with the the sponge or the pillow, 45 degrees that I bought, yes, expensive, but worth it, plus the neck pillow, that helped me sleep 
for a good I kept it in my bed for a couple weeks because it was just so comfortable and it was memory foam so I kind of like sunk into it a little bit that sounds nice yeah it was great I did not use that just the neck pillow for my augmentation and then my implant exchanges but I can see how that would be handy I just didn't want to spend any more money on anything Mm -hmm. so I think you can you totally don't need one Mm -mm. but a neck pillow truly if you are a side or front sleeper is front front, (laughs) sleeping on your face a 10 or 15 dollar neck pillow Mm -hmm. will save your life yeah and if you have a small butt you can sit on it in airplanes too oh i know that from experience good to know and if you come to amelia aesthetics you get one that's true so i love taking (laughs) mine on trips Mm -hmm. last one we recommend is ice packs now Ice packs are great. You can get them like the gel ice packs. You can get the kind that you can refill with ice. Like on Amazon, you can get really cute patterned ones. Or we recommend even using like a bag of peas. Like if you're like, I'm not spending money on ice packs. I don't blame you. Get a bag of peas. But make sure you put them in like a Ziploc bag. I did not. Oh, I've had peas everywhere. I like the pea juice leaked all over me. And I was like, this is bad. I'm going to get an infection. But I didn't. But... I want everyone to know the peas will melt and yeah. it has to go somewhere. Yeah. So put it in a bag. Yeah. They are cheap, but probably not the best long-term <laughs> solution. <laughs> and like I definitely a year or two later was like, was these peas, are these uh, peas in my freezer from my breast augmentation? Can I feed them to my kids? Yeah. Like I was not dangerous. sure. <laughs> um, but I just didn't think they lasted. Like they wouldn't cool me or give me the relief I was looking mm-hmm. for for the full 20 minutes or so because you don't want to ice constantly right? right for sure it's about 20 to 30 minutes on 20 to 30 minutes off because you're going to be a little numb in some places you don't want to have something cold sitting on your chest and really be damaging your skin and not know it that's how like frostbite happens you don't want to damage your skin so making sure you set a timer 20 to 30 minutes 20 to 30 minutes off that way you're, you'll have a more, a safer recovery. And usually I also asked the nurse this too before I got on here because, again, we're not medical professionals. Like don't, after the three-day mark, you're not really going to see the benefit of icing. But if it feels good, you can continue it. But it's really just for that, like feeling hot, inflamed, just more comfort than anything. Like tight. Yeah. What do you do? Put it on the top? Put it here? Like it's like whatever's most comfortable It's been for 80 me. years. I can't remember. <laughs> I put it on the top. Like mm-hmm. it just felt more stretched, you know, mm-hmm. especially since I went bigger the second time around. But even for like a first time breast augmentation, everything's probably going to feel stretched. Mm-hmm. So just putting the ice or the peas, whatever, where it's comfortable will be best. I do want to say too, if you're using an ice pack or like a gel ice pack or the kind that you refill, make sure you wrap it in something. You Mm. don't want it to have complete contact to your skin because that can also hurt you when you can't feel things. So wrapping it in like a thin washcloth or a paper towel just to give you a little bit of a barrier so you don't hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. Is that also why you're not supposed to use any heat because you're numb? No, the heat is mostly because it's going to increase the inflammation. So anytime you apply heat, it attracts more blood flow. And you already have a lot going on. So the ice is really to just calm that down. So if you put heat on there, you could be increasing the blood there, which is the opposite of what you want. Mm -hmm. So heat is really good for like your sides if they feel stretched or your back. Like for me, I had this weird pain on my side. And I asked one of the surgeons and they said like when you get an implant put in under the muscle, it can strain the side muscle. That makes sense. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so I can put heat there. 
ice on the boobs. So I was like hot on the back, ice on the front. Oh my god, it's like a mullet party in the uh, yeah. party in the back, mm-hmm. business oh. in the front. I was a full mullet. I love it. <laughs> That. And you and I have also come up with a couple things individually we've heard or that helped us mm-hmm. weren't impa- like weren't our must do's. But do you have any other things that you loved? Like mm. I liked Arnica. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I don't think it, it changes my outcome. Yeah. But at the time, it was nice to have something to rub on the bruises mm-hmm. and made me feel like I was helping it. Well, this might be a shameless plug here, <laughs> but like my booby butter, I make a product called booby butter and it's speci- it's formulated to really just prevent your breasts from developing stretch marks, prepping the skin, and even for long-term breast health, which is awesome. So for me, having that applied on there, which has Arnica Montana in it, it really helped me feel proactive in my recovery. I felt like I w- my skin was prepared, taken care of, and really it just felt good to like rub something on there and it provided a lot of relief for me, like, inflammation-wise. Yeah, there you go. So- yeah. Softening and the Arnica that I was talking about, because mm-hmm. a lot of people talk about Arnica. So booby butter should be the fourth thing for the on there. And I'm currently using the scar salve yeah. that you made for my scars, for my mm-hmm. tummy tuck, and I'm loving that. It is funny. It does make you feel in control of your recovery. Mm-hmm. Like, morning and night, I am doing that. And I actually think the act of rubbing, you know, on the scars is helping them as well. Mm-hmm. So Probably feels good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else did you love during your recovery or not? Unnecessary. A nice, good Netflix cue. <laughs> yeah, and straws. I felt like yeah. bendy straws. Um, granted, back then, plastic wasn't bad. But now, you have, like, the silicone straws mm-hmm. and the stainless steel straws. Because you're not going to want to keep, like, lifting up a drink very often for some people because your chest muscles are going to be tight. So having, like, a bendy straw or something where you can just, like, hold the glass a little up to your mouth will help when you're recovering. Especially when you, oh, here's another one. This is, yeah, it's been a while since I had a breast augmentation. Opening your pill bottles, that Mm. is tricky because you're having to apply that pressure for the kid lock. Having somebody ahead of time open those bottles for you and maybe like, what is it? They have those little pill things where you can allocate your pills by the hour, by the day, and you have it ready so you can just pop the lid. That's a great idea. Even if you put them in little baggies that right. you wrote on ahead of time with a Sharpie and you knew. Mm-hmm. That's such a great idea. Don't I'd, get pulled over with it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Don't listen to anything Greta says. Um, but like at home, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where like something like Bus Mob comes in so handy when people give you these little nuggets. Again, not necessary. You would totally survive if you did not do that with the pill bottles, but it can help. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny before my tummy tuck this time, someone said, make yourself a little tray in bed so you don't have to turn and twist over to your nightstand. It was a game changer for me. I totally did it. I got literally, I think, from the dollar store, some little plastic bin. And then I put the remote. I put, like, my Arnica. I put my pills. I put, like, a box of tissues. Mm-hmm. Like I, And then I didn't feel like when I got in or out of bed it was going to fall over. But it kept me from twisting all yeah. the way over to my nightstand. I moved my nightstand up a little bit, too, for the time being. But my little tray was, like, like I had perfect. a book to read in there, like, I didn't feel like I had to get up every time I needed something. It was mm-hmm. really handy. That's one thing I love about Bus Mob, too, is that everyone before their surgery is like, hey, what should I get? How can I prepare? And there's such a wide range of answers, which I love, because for someone, it worked great for them. It might not be necessary for the other person, but then someone sees it, that thread going, they're like, oh, that's exactly what I needed. Yeah. So even though there's like a lot of 
personal preferences versus like this is a hard necessity it's nice to have that range and to fill up your Amazon cart. <laughs> well, and I was going to say, don't you have some Amazon recommendations that I exist do. somewhere for mm-hmm. people to where what's on there and where could we find that? Uh, I hope I can link it somewhere, but it's amazon.com slash shop slash nose implants. And I have curated a list of like popular recovery items. So everything from like the Arnica Montana tablets to um, something comfortable to recover in whether it's a bandeau. I even put like an outfit that would be comfortable to put on when you wake up from anesthesia. So like something like comfortable pants or button up shirt, something like that. So I try to curate based on what a lot of the women have said in Bus Mob, like this was helpful, this was helpful. I put that all in that list. So it's just one big list of pictures that you can click on. Like I want this, this, and this. And then it goes straight to your cart. Oh my God. Thank you, ladies of Bus Mob. And <laughs> totally. thank you, Jenny, for that because that just takes a lot of the guesswork out mm-hmm. of it. Um, any other final tips for recovery? You want to cover our three main yep. ones again? Yes. So, stool softeners, two days before, preferably. Neck pillow, if you don't get one from your surgeon, get one on Amazon. I actually put it on that list so you can purchase it on that list I was just talking about. And ice packs, again, on that list, which I was not planning on even like shameless plug but there's like i put a couple of like a two packs where you get two packs of the ice packs that are refillable with ice they're cute and they come like pre-covered too so you don't have to again rewrap them to protect your skin and the booby butter and the booby that's butter. your fourth thing that's on edenosimplants.com <laughs> so that i hope that brought you guys some value if you find yourself listening to this and you're not in bus mob go to busmob.com We have a Facebook group and a standalone forum, so it's really best for whichever one's most beneficial to you. Do you want a Facebook group? Do you want to be super private and not have a photo? Like, there's options there, and that's busmob.com. It is the largest place people are chatting about breast augmentation, so you can truly find answers and support for any question. Mm -hmm. I love it. I do, too. So for our next topic, we want to hear from you. We want to know what you guys would like to hear us talk about. We have a phone number, and we want you to text us any ideas you have. And are you ready? Get your pens, get your paper, get your phones out. Here's our number. It's 919-367-1661. And if you're still scrambling for your pen, here's the number again. It's 919-367-1661. Yeah, this is so fun. Yeah. Like, please text us your questions or your issues or even if it's just a broad topic yeah. about the guilt associated with plastic surgery. Like, we'd love your ideas because this is the Bus Mob Podcast. This is for you. And it doesn't have to be breast-related either. Like, anything plastic surgery-related, we're here for you and we cannot wait to hear your suggestions. Adios. Adios.